Fairy Tale of New York, Harry Styles in a dress, and Sia casted Maddie Ziegler in a autistic role. That's what's stuck in my craw this week. Welcome to the show, our first show. My name is Phoenix and I'm here with Sans Jack. Hello there. So, our first subject of the day, which is Fairy Tale of New York. Well, it is that time of season. It is that season, Christmas season, where they're playing. Christmas season. Yeah, where they're playing Fairy Tale of New York. Which is an old time classic. You cannot deny there's an old time classic, but it changes like the weather. Yeah, it gets changed. Well, every year they go through the same thing. Every year they loudly announce that they're going to edit it. Lightly announce. It's loudly. more. It, oh, loudly announce. Loudly. They said lightly announce. No, it's, like, it's like a disclaimer every time they have to play it. Mm-hmm. No, they do it every year, and then all the people who simply have to listen to the original version get up in arms about it. What do you mean have to listen to the original version? They don't play the original version anymore, do they not? Some radio stations do. Apparently, Radio Two are playing the original version. Radio One are playing the edited version. Oh, I've been listening to the wrong radio station. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, mm. see. This is one of the things where I can understand, in a way, why people are bothered by the particular lyric. But also, you could say it was a it was a song of its time. Yeah. And a lot of the meanings in there now are not relevant in today's time. Well, I think back then it was still a slur, but the guy who wrote it... But remember, it's between a married couple. Yeah. So if it's geared towards the man, to call him a faggot, that's not geared towards the gay community as a whole. Well, the guy who wrote it, Shane McGowan, is Irish. Yes. And he said that faggot meant somebody who was lazy at the time. But it was... It, he claimed it was a it was a very specific colloquial word that he was using. But, I mean, even in 1992, they were changing it because they realised it was an offensive word to people. It is. Yeah. But I still think that maybe like Warner Brothers or Disney do with their films that have questionable content you'll have to give me some put examples a warning, here. put a warning before the song well they did you, as I said earlier they make a disclaimer before it's even you know put oh. on air which they should do well they did yeah they did they, they sort of say you know this may be rather inappropriate mm. but it's an old time classic yeah it, it, <laughs> It's undeniably, it's played every year, but then again, this strums up the same sort of media attention it does every single year without fail. It is the same argument every year as to whether the song should be played as it was, or whether it should be edited. Oh, we should just be playing Rage Against the Machine instead. (laughs) (laughs) It was a Christmas number one. It was a Christmas number one. Christmas number one, but yes. Yeah, I mean... it is one of those weird things where I know that there are people who are really bothered by that word. Yeah. There are people who are really bothered by it, and I think there's... 
with the way that it's always criticised every single year, mm. people saying, oh, you shouldn't sing this, you shouldn't play it like this, and then there's the relish of people who scream that lyric out. They'll sort of sing the rest of the song fairly quietly and neutral and then when it comes to that particular line with this gumbag you maggot you cheat like you faggot they shout it out at the top of their voices it's the only part they can remember though but it's yeah. a very complicated song yeah yeah well <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah I, I think people what bothers them is the fact that it's usually the straight people who shout out that particular Line. Yeah, but they don't go down to like the gay village and go, you know what? I'm going to play this song for you, mm. and it's just for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, I I hate like woke culture. You know, I hate woke, yes. woke culture where people have to take offence at everything. Those social justice warriors are getting yeah. their justice. Yeah, but actually, they're just getting their just desserts because apparently. <laughs> It's not it's not everyone's interest to, you know, side with them because the thing is I don't know, it's just um if if you take things in one context and your opinion is the only thing that matters, then you're defeating the objective that you're trying to push on everybody else. Yeah. Your agenda is lost in the mix. Yeah. As no one else has a voice or opinion. That's true. And when you try and shout the loudest yeah. It doesn't always necessarily mean that you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Shouting does not equal correct. I beg to differ! <laughs> <laughs> For me, being a gay man and a gay man of a certain age, it doesn't actually... You mean a dead age. Shut up. It doesn't <laughs> actually... <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. The lyric doesn't really bother me because I know it was a song of its time. I know that it, if it's true that it was written as the meaning that Shane McGowan put it under, that it was just for a lazy person, then fine. We know it's a song of its time. We know well, that you're okay with slandering lazy people. I am okay with slandering lazy, lazy people. people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I understand that with anything like that, any old songs or old time films where there's questionable content you know that they are a product of their time you mm. know that it's not correct to say these things anymore it's one of those films you have to take with a pinch of salt yeah yeah uh, you, you're right it, anything that was filmed back in its day was a film of its time or yeah. a media production of its time yeah and uh, the world view things in a much different light they do but well, that was because people also didn't have rights either yeah so not a, not a lot of lights were brought to light, so no one thought anything of it. Not at the time. No, uh, you know they they made these films because that was the general that consensus the, of that was what, the norm. Yeah, that was, it was the norm. That was very time. normative for them. But when there's a warning beforehand, like as I said, Warner Brothers and Disney do to say that these are a product of their time. It was wrong for these views then. It's wrong for these views now. But to um, try and edit them out is to deny that they ever existed. Well, the thing is, yeah, you can't really deny anything exists because no. because otherwise, how does anyone progress? Exactly. What we do is we look back in hindsight. Yes, that was wrong, and yeah. we will move forward from it. Yeah, and I think you have to do that with Fairy Tale of New York. You have to accept that 
times have moved on you could never release that song these days nobody could like do a new song involving that word no no you know you wouldn't be able to no. but i think just people just take offense to the fact that it's sung so loudly and so obnoxiously yeah. and ignorant to well <laughs> ignorant to the meaning of it now yeah than it was back in its day yeah well it, well in the song it's not sung obnoxiously or loudly it's, no 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 it's yeah. it's as i said it wasn't yeah. it's not it's not the song per se it's no. just the people who imitate it now yeah without any sort of any thought towards the consequences of mm. them saying the word in today's era yeah i mean i said something on twitter the other day that was like if the radio station tv stations didn't loudly announce every year that they were going to play an edited version I don't think people would really notice or care no well actually I, I, beg, I beg to differ well on there that might one. be a few people who would yeah to be fair but to release a warning is to cover their own back it's a disclaimer as it yeah. were so it's kind of one of the things you listen at your own risk yeah. kind of things well I mean maybe nowadays because it, it's the same argument every year people would notice but if they'd never said anything in the first place and just played the edited version or a bleeped version or whatever then I, it wouldn't be the same argument every year if they just started that to begin with not loudly announcing it just changed it I don't think people would have really noticed or really cared but because it's the same argument every year that's why people get up in arms about it and get pissed off about it and yeah I, I don't think that it needs to be brought up every single year we know that song is going to be played we know what's in that song and yeah it if it's something that truly does bother you then fine I'm not going to dismiss your feelings but you also have to accept that this is a song that exists it's out there you know that it's that you could get bothered by it well there's only so many songs they could play at Christmas so before you know <laughs> before you sort of you know discredit it just go look through your library and see how many other songs there are and it's just like oh wait wait a yeah. minute there's not actually that many so you know what we might have to give it a listen yeah but, well, I mean there was Wombling Merry Christmas that's oh. one <laughs> A wombling. A wombling Merry Christmas. What's wrong with that one? There's nothing wrong with that one. Oh. I mean, it, it's like one of the other ones you can play. Oh, right, yeah. Then. Or the Mariah Carey. Oh, no. You're, go you're going to play that. No, I'm not going to play that. Well, I probably will at some point. <laughs> I'll play it at some point. It's the bubbly for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean alcohol. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. No, we, we, we don't drink at all, do no, we? No, 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 not at all. No. No, no. Not that it is the season. Wait, we're not even in. We're we're almost out of November, so it's a yeah, close well, enough. Um, well, it's currently November 21st. Mm -hmm. So we're almost in the festive season. Almost, and I cannot wait. But people who've been putting up the decorations before December. Yeah. Well, I know people are trying to, you know, you know make this year a bit more fun <laughs> yeah try and brighten up their day with a Christmas yeah. tree in the lounge try and brighten up the yeah try and brighten up the uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's put decorations up but I mean there are, there are a lot of Christmas songs but everyone knows maybe people aren't celebrating Christmas maybe people are celebrating thank fuck we're out of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't come soon enough that's true <laughs> That's true. And to be fair, we uh, well, did you watch that new uh, little big um, song? 
No. Ah, yeah, it's a little bit obscene to put on air, but um, uh, then we won't. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's one of those. It, it's a, it's pretty much them just thanking twenty twenty for being such uh, a great year. <laughs> well, I will leave it at that one. Yeah. <laughs> In, in a wonderfully sarcastic way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we all know 2020 has been a year. Oh, it has certainly been that. Yeah. And yet still they're arguing about fairy tale of New York. Oh, I think we've got bigger problems than Somehow. the fairy tale of New York, yes. Yeah. But, so, well, a, f- a final thought on fairy tale of New York. No. Where did, what is your final thought on it? My final thought? Mm-hmm. My final thought on the fairy tale New York: It could not play enough. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd do it more. Every hour on the hour. Every hour on the hour in my car in my room. <laughs> yes, play that song more. And no disclaimer, as Andy says, it will cause controversy, and I cannot be dealing with that. No, ha- have the disclaimers. It's fine to have the disclaimers. But play the original song. Oh, the original original? Yeah. Yes. Have disclaimers beforehand to say that it's it contains language of its time. You could be offended by it, but we're still playing the original song because to deny this language ever existed is a bad thing, which mm. is true. But I would say my final thought on Fairy Tale of New York, I would probably agree with you. What? Play, play it as it is, with a disclaimer. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah, I, I would say that would be my thoughts on it. Mm. Except that the song exists, except what's in it. Yeah. And also understand that nobody could release that song these days. No. It could not be written now. There is no. no way it could be written. No. Subject number two. Oh, boy. Harry Styles in a dress on the cover of Vogue. Well, his second name is Styles. I showed you some of those dresses. <laughs> there is not style there. Hey, what I'm more when of... when when has ever a fashionable piece on the front cover of Vogue ever been a conventional piece of wear to wear on everyday sort of commuting, working, all that, etc. No, it's not. I don't care if you don't think. You know what? That's not a jean jacket or jean trousers. I will not wear that. <laughs> no, it, it's true. Right. I am not offended by Harry Styles in a dress. I am offended by the choices of dress. <laughs> they are awful. Mm. Some of them are so bad. Yeah, but it's to get attention. And it certainly's done that since now you talking about it. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, everyone's talking about it. Cause... Well, then again, mission accomplished. It worked, but there was obviously the wonderful conservative commentator, Candace Owens. Do you say conservative? Yeah, she, oh. she's Republican. Essentially, well, yes, very, very right wing, very, very right wing. And her exact quotes, and I will pull this up, um, was about manly men. Manly men, yeah, she said, There is no society that can survive without strong men. The East knows this. In the West, the steady feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It's an outright attack. Bring back manly men. Well, she has linked Marxism or communism mm. to feminism. Mm-hmm. Mm. She should write a job. thesis on this. 
that would be she is unappreciated in her time <laughs> <Fair> enough, <laughs> so. but what do you think of the idea of it being described as not manly um well uh, as we had discussed earlier mm. when you can't really say not manly mm. because unfortunately in this day and age when it comes to depression especially amongst men especially during this particular you know hardest time of the year or you know just it has been noticed that you know depression amongst men has spiked yeah. massively and it's been under it's it's been unrecognized and underappreciated and no one has been you know actively helping men who have actually been crying out for help but then mm. again with comments like that why would they want to seek advice yeah. or help if this is the sort of attitude people are going to have geared towards men to be manly men yeah uh, it, it, it's an unfair thing towards men who really do need help and they feel like they can't get it when you've got people like Candace Owens saying that Harry Styles is not a manly man it's one of those old timey whiny phrases yeah of suck it up buttercup yeah and you know it's it's just it a man's world well then again she's the sort of woman mm. who is like she would appreciate a man if he would earn more yeah and keep her well kept yeah exactly well and that's a very backward attitude towards it have really towards is. in this modern day and age yeah. when everyone's trying to strive for equality yeah and she's got time well if she, if that's her fucking attitude yeah. then why has she got time to be writing this blog I'm sure there's a sandwich back in the kitchen that needs fucking making <laughs> <laughs> well that seems to be the attitude that she likes being a housewife and looking after her man and it's, well no looking after a man by not calling him manly well, well probably not her man probably not her well I, I, I doubt she even has one I don't know. I'll have a, I'll have a look if she is married. She may well be, or if she's not. Well, it's clearly not very happily it's married. It's understandable why he divorced her. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have a look. Are you married? Oh yeah, no, she is married. Has she, she got, got? Wait, has she? Wait. She got married last year. Or, well, last year. Yep. Okay. She, she got married last year uh, to a guy called George Farmer. Ooh, great. Uh, is that a, is that just a surname or an occupation? Surname. Okay. He's not George the Farmer. George the Farmer. George the Farmer. He is just George Farmer. But yeah, she is. Oh, unbelievable! What's that? She is. She supports same-sex marriage, and she came out in. Uh, oh no, she supports same-sex marriage, but she came out in favour of banning transgender individuals who are undergoing sex reassignment surgery from serving in the military. Wait, just just from serving in the military? But she said she does not oppose fully transitioned transgender individuals serving in the military. Oh, uh, so what? So people undergoing or... Undergoing secretary assignment surgery, she doesn't want serving in the military, but people who are already... So only people who do not look like their, their agenda that they would prefer to be referred to, but people who look like the gender that they want to be referred to. Well, it's not to. necessarily that they... Look, it's just that they fully transitioned, so they, they've had, like, any surgeries. 
Oh, okay. So it could be like in they could have had like top surgery or bottom surgery. So if she or... can't tell, it's okay by America. Apparently so. For mm. her, it is. All right. <laughs> This is a very confusing woman. Well, she, well, yeah. Okay, so she doesn't support like all right-wing views, since that's her opinion. Yeah, it, it's mm, well, it's a. Uh, uh, she's a, she's an interesting woman. She's a very interesting woman. <laughs> she's criticised Black Lives Matter. Well, <laughs> wait, but she's black herself. She is, yeah. But she's criticised Black Lives Matter. Well, it's a bit of a controversial subject and I don't really do want to go there. Because as much as I liked the movement, Mm. I found that uh, it was predominantly rallied by a lot of white folk that didn't know what they were talking about and never been surprisingly so. And had never been through any ordeal that any any black person has ever been through. True. But I've always said I can add two words to Black Lives Matter that actually make it make more sense. Mm. So it stops the people, but all lives matter. No, blue, blue lives matter. Blue lives matter. No, it. two words can be added to Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. to make it make more sense. And those two words are as well. Yeah. Black Lives Matter as well. It's not Black Lives Matter only. Yeah, but then also, no dig towards the LGBT community mm. when they added the colours into the flag. That was also a controversial subject. That was. I wrote a whole article about that. <laughs> well, oh, right. Uh, I did write a whole article about that. Yeah, but then again, to be fair, the LGBT, LGBT community has always included, like, you know, the ethnic community. They didn't need to add the colours... But then for them to turn around and shun their peers was also <laughs> just like... I mean, personally, I, I've, I know that there is an issue of racism in the LGBT. There's also an ageist problem yes, is, yeah. in the LGBT community. Yeah. Also, bisexuals also have some yeah. problems fitting in, as well as trans rights. Yeah. So, yes, it's not without its flaws, but then it's again... surprisingly... What, what community does? Yeah. What community, you know, is in civil harmony? There I don't is, think there is. There isn't. I don't think there is. But then again, it's only, it's only a few small-minded people who have the loudest voices out of everyone. Yeah. This, this is why there's some people who are so against the idea of Harry Styles being in a dress. Well, as you said, it, it wasn't about the fact that Harry Charles in the dress. It just, I wish someone would tailor it a bit, bit better. That's what I was offended by. <laughs> I was offended by the... the I would like the, to see your seamstress, please. <laughs> I was offended by the fact that the clothes were ooh, awful. Mm. That's what I was offended by. They were not good clothes. That was not a good choice of outfit. But, well, not only that, but also the article that was wrote about him, about him not being a manly man. Yeah. Because he's probably been the pin-up poster for many girls yeah. um, around the world to all these, um, you know, as she puts it, these nuclear families. Yeah. And then for them to find out that their girls have been, you know, sort of fangirling over a boy that wears a dress and it's just like, yeah. I, I cannot have my daughter interested in something like that. Yeah. Mm. Eh. Well, I, I like the way Eddie Izzard put it when he said... What did he say? Oh, well, somebody said, oh, you wear 
women's clothes mm. and he said they're not women's clothes they're my clothes I bought them yeah and Harry Styles has essentially said the same thing that he'll go into a shop just look at the clothes doesn't matter what section they're in if he likes it he'll buy it yeah which is fine it doesn't make you any less of a man mm. if you just like the look of something no doesn't matter what it's for but the idea of what is manly has changed so much over the years yeah because there was a there was a period uh, where women weren't allowed to wear trousers yeah because that was deemed too manly for women but if you see a woman in trousers you don't say she's cross-dressing you see a man in a skirt he's cross-dressing you see a woman in trousers she ain't cross-dressing she's just a woman in trousers mmm which again is a ridiculous double standard it is a double standard it's a ridiculous double standard and it goes back to the idea of men have to be men suck it up buttercup kind of thing when men well I'd like you to try and tell William Wallace that yes (laughs) (laughs) although most Scottish people would get very offended if you called a kilt skirt But the, the, yeah, the idea that men have to stick to this binary of what is expected of men, but manliness is so subjective to what it is now. Yeah. Go back far enough, pink was a manly colour until uh, the early 1900s. Pink was manly and blue was girly. Mm-hmm. So again, that's changed the idea of what is considered masculine and feminine mm. you know you can get some women with short hair who look feminine as all fuck you know they've got the pixie cut and they can look really feminine but the idea of femininity apparently is for women to have long hair but masculinity and femininity has changed so much as to what is considered either or high heels used to be for men yeah they did the butchers used to wear them yeah Now you just see women butchering heels. Yes. (laughs) Because since so many men walk so much better in heels, (laughs) and years of evolution has taught them that, you know, they look fabulous in them. Exactly. Mm. But yeah, what what this Candace Owens is basing manliness on is what the idea of manliness is now. Yeah. No, the idea of manliness is... Like big, rugged, sweaty lumberjacks, essentially. <laughs> Wouldn't you say so? What? A lumberjack is uh, big and manly. He knows how to toss a good wood. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, you're awful. You're a terrible person. Is that man enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> Manliness is completely subjective and societal. Yeah. It's like society tells you what manly should be, but manly is completely different to what people actually think it is. I I was reading this the other day that what a vast majority of women consider manly is actually men who are in touch with their emotional side. You don't have to be a troglodyte or a caveman. Women seem to like 
men who are emotional and are able to be not just yeah, to be fair th- th- that's because women want to be able to talk to their man at the end of the day because they're going to talk yeah. to him for about an hour after work yeah yeah that's why <laughs> that'll be yeah. for why they want a man who's actually in touch with feeling so they can talk at them well not at to them well they'd also <laughs> probably like their opinion on some things yeah in between the pauses yeah <laughs> <laughs> or just to make sure they're still listening <laughs> Manliness is so subjective that you can't really say exactly what it is. No. But society as a whole dictates that manliness is men who just grunt, touch themselves and play FIFA. Mm-hmm. That's what apparently manly is. What, playing FIFA? What being gullible enough to buy the same game for fifteen, like, oh, well, uh, which are they on? Fi- they're on FIFA fifteen now, aren't they? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Where have I been? FIFA twenty-one. Okay. I think they're a year ahead of this year. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. We're not there yet, love. <laughs> they're just. Hoping. That's next year. Next they're year. Just hoping. <laughs> but yeah, the idea of manliness is, is so subjective that I, I don't think that there can be a particular answer. And Harry Styles wearing a dress. So fucking what? Yeah, based on what manly should be, Harry Styles wearing a dress isn't manly. Doesn't mean it's wrong. If he wants to wear a dress, no matter how fucking disgusting the dress is, if he wants to wear a dress, wear a dress. And he's on the cover of Vogue magazine. And he's on the cover of Vogue. First solo male. That is an achievement in itself. That's quite an achievement, but wear nice clothes if you're going to do it. They'll just, he'll probably just wear what they tell him to wear. True. But yeah, some of those outfits would just... So that's when it comes to whether it was his decision or the producer's or the editor's suggestions. I don't know. I really probably should have looked into that more, whether it was his... But we're just here for our opinions. I mean, not... it may have been that they had like a selection of outfits and he picked them himself. Then he's a better choice in dresses, yeah, and he's better taste. (laughs) They could well have had like 20 or 30 dresses or outfits there and said, pick what you want, and he picked those, and honestly, Harry, why? Some of those outfits were not nice, but then again, he's always been quite flamboyant with his sense of style, but he sees it as just having fun with fashion. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that because um, living in like well, he lives in Hollywood, yeah. No, he still lives in the UK, I think. Oh, does it? Well, what? Oh, right. Yeah, well. he still lives in the UK. But if you know, the celebrity scene is a little bit different because um, I'm guessing they channel everything through energy. Rather... Oh, well, in Hollywood, yeah, they yeah, probably do. They probably do. So I mean, he's had the LA lifestyle. Yeah, so that's probably where it might have stemmed from. Could have done. So they see less barriers out where they are. Yeah, that's true. But also, I suppose when it comes to fashion like that, and you see every year when they have the Oscars, and they always have best dress, worst dress, and they always seem to blame the people wearing the outfits, never the people who actually designed them. Mm. And these are the outfit, like the ones that Harry Styles wore. I'm like, well, 
he may have picked to wear them, but they were designed by people who have zero taste. It's like don't blame the per don't necessarily blame the person wearing it, blame the person who designed it. And it looks awful. <laughs> I've got no comment on that one. <laughs> Well, you've always seen you've seen the things they do at the Oscars every year: best dressed, worst dressed. Not really, no. Well, they do. It's oh, a, okay. it's a well, thing that they I've do. learned something. Yeah, it's a thing that they do. At, well, uh, wait, it, Oscars is about movies, no? Yes. Ah, uh, wait. Are you talking about dresses in movies? No, no, not on the, the red carpet. No, no, on the red carpet. Seriously? Yeah, on the red carpet. No one's got any time for that. In a yeah, no, um, yeah, no we're, we're talking about movies. If we're going to go to the Oscars, we're going to talk about the movies. You know, which is the best. No, they, all, they, always, talk, they always talk about the outfits on the red carpet. Like, uh, like, I know, actually, that's half the, that's half the show. <laughs> yeah, that is half the show, just watching the red carpet sort of uh, entries. Yeah, but they always do like the best dress and worst dress. It, it, like, and they always blame the people wearing the outfits. It's, it's like, no, it's the people who designed it. If you designed a shit dress... Ain't the person who's wearing it's fault. I don't know. It depends how you wear it as well. I think in some cases they design dresses that are so obnoxious that it's actually difficult very to wear difficult it to walk in. Or, yeah, it's you know. very difficult to wear it in any kind of normal way. Mm. I mean, I still like the idea of what Matt Stone and Trey Parker did at the Oscars. Oh yeah. Oh, they went dressed as um, Gwyneth Paltrow and. Jennifer Lopez. The lie amused me. <laughs> so, final thoughts on Harry Styles in a dress. Harry Styles in a dress. On Vogue. We have addressed this issue. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it seems. <laughs> There, there might have been some flaws. I hate you. Mm. You're, you're an awful person. Mm. <laughs> but what are your final thoughts on the idea of it being manly, on the idea of him doing it in the first place? Well, him doing it in the first place, the money. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about why he's done it. <laughs> but um, there's nothing. there's nothing less manly about a man wearing a dress. There is nothing that would dampen his masculinity in mm. any shape or form. Come on, you've seen enough stag do's. Men go dressed out, go out dressed as princesses all, yeah. the, all the time. Mm -hmm. Does that lower their masculinity? No. Their, their unshaved stubble legs? No. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, so it, it doesn't reduce his masculinity by wearing a dress. If anything, he he's just... He's boldly said in his own statement, his own bodily statement says, you know what, I'm comfortable doing this and that's fine by me. And if anybody else has got an opinion, you better keep your, your opinions to yourself. I mean, I'd say that's actually quite manly to do, to be able to say, I can do this if I want to. Yeah, exactly. So he doesn't see a, he doesn't see a dress associated with a gender. No. He just sees a piece of fabric. Yeah. That's all it is. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we as people label certain items of clothing as being for one appropriate gender to the other. Yeah. And he doesn't do that, so... Nope. I would still say, it, if he's comfortable enough in his masculinity or whatever it is... That's, to, that's the thing. Yeah. You have to be comfortable 
in your masculinity. Yeah, if he's comfortable enough that he knows he's still a man, but he can wear a dress if he wants to. And that makes you more man than not. That does make you more man. Exactly. It does make you more man to be able to do that, to say, you know what, I'm still a guy, but I'll wear a dress if I want to. And I'd say that with my final thoughts on it. Yes. As well. See, we're agreeing on stuff. We do agree on some things. I know. It's good. But topic number three, which is the probably most controversial of the three. Oh, yeah. Which is Sia has released... Well, she will be releasing a new film next year called Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Music? Yeah, the film's called Music. Oh, that's misleading to start with. I don't know. A film called Music? A film called Music. Why because would... because the main character's called Music. Why will this not play on my CD player? <laughs> That's a VHS there, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, right. Essentially, she has... Rele- um, she's releasing this film, and the main star is Maddie Ziegler, who was the dancer in a lot of her music videos, from Chandelier to... Uh, all the stuff when she started covering her face. Like the main dancer in the music videos is Maddie Ziegler, mm-hmm. and Maddie Ziegler is playing a character that is autistic, and it's based on one of Sia's friends, somebody that she knows has the same sort of autism. Mm-hmm. Now Maddie Ziegler herself is not autistic, right. and this is where the controversy lies, that they've casted somebody who isn't autistic in an autistic role. Yeah, but then again, to be fair, a lot of people who are autistic don't appear to be autistic. Mm. And don't they warrant a self of no... They they warrant, like, a state of normality. Yeah. We don't need to be putting an autistic person into an autistic role. You've pigeonholed someone who is autistic into an autistic role. This is the thing that worries me, and I've said this, that... If it's actors are only cast in roles based on themselves, like if somebody is autistic, if somebody is transgendered, if somebody is gay. It's like when you put. It's like when I see. It's like if someone said, Oh, I see that person as autistic and I don't see them as anything else. Yeah. That's exactly, effectively, what people are saying. I cannot see a normal person playing an autistic role. Yeah. And that's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I believe that these actors should have more opportunities to play roles. It's not about the actors. It's just people's way of looking at things. Yeah. Also, like, when you see movies like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Was he mad? No. No, he was not. Do you want a mental person or someone with mental health to play someone like that? Yeah. Why was this not an issue back in its day? Yeah. It's another different thing, but... I still think if actors are only cast based on who they are in real life, it does pigeonhole them. And would they then start complaining that they're being typecast? It's like, oh, I'm autistic, I'm only asked to play autistic roles. Oh, I'm transgender, I'm only asked to play transgender roles. Oh, I'm gay, I'm only asked to play gay roles. But is it so bad that they probably want to play normal roles? Well, the thing is, it's not even normal roles. I even addressed that wrong. They just want to play roles. Yeah. That's it. I think they should be absolutely given the opportunity to do that. They should be able to play whatever roles they can. 
and if a transgender it's not whatever roles they can it's whatever roles they want well yeah exactly but if if a transgender uh, individual were to play a cisgendered role and for anyone who doesn't know cisgendered means somebody who was born in the gender they still identify as so if a transgender actor or actress were to play a role that was cisgendered give them the opportunity to do that mm. why pigeonhole them into only playing transgender roles why only pigeonhole an autistic person only playing an autistic role mm. they should be given opportunities to be in film but it shouldn't be only what they are in real life yeah that's the thing if people were allowed to play the roles the thing is we shouldn't look at like we should look at a character like look at people and we should judge them how they fit the characters not like be looking for you know ratings or we should be looking for stereotypes yeah. or looking for you know disabilities to fit the role yeah we should be looking at the people and how they fit the role yeah i mean i i, I can understand that there that when roles are taken by people who Sure, you're talking about sort of your thing. If a person has any insight, yeah, into whatever this character is going through, they're yeah. probably the best character to play. The, the it. best person, yeah, they are the best person. To yeah, but play then it. again, yes, it works for it, yes, it will work for someone who has been through that to play that character. But then again, it also pigeonholes that person yeah. to not be able to play anyone else. Yeah, this is, this is what I don't agree with, that, that, that they should only cast people in that role. Say there's, there's one actor, but every time an autistic role comes up, they go to them. But then it's also not appropriate to say that this this person can't play an autistic role because they don't know nothing about being autistic. Yeah. Okay. Right, hear me out here. No, go ahead. Hear me out. What if they were like the president of some charitable organization who deals with this on a daily basis? Yeah. And they're and so they have got, a certain knowledge. Yeah, they'll have a certain amount of knowledge for yeah. the role. So they should be looking at the character and how alike he is as he was written or yeah. she was written yeah. at the material time yeah but what's more interesting is in this particular film uh Sia yes. has actually cast 13 other people who are on the autism spectrum mm. she's cast transgender individuals wait, wait 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 so this is for the same film yes so they cast autistic people to play normal people Maybe autistic roles. I'm not sure. I, uh, um, yeah, but but she has cast people who are autistic. She's cast people who are transgender as well. But she said, I've not cast them in the stereotypical role of prostitute. Well, yeah, look, like see, she's see, cast them as doctors and yes, lawyers and exactly. So, forth. so she had the right idea. Yeah. It's just everyone else has a backwards idea. Yeah. What's bothering people is the fact that the main role um, is played by somebody who is not autistic. But no, she, it's she people's can, attitude yeah. towards that kind of idea yeah. that is backwards. Yeah, but Sia consulted people who are part of autism charity. She had people on set at all times to help advise her on how best to tell this story. Because the, the, the main role is based on a friend of hers and how he reacts to the world 
Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, a lot of people see someone with autism and they think they pity them because they're very limited. This yeah. this role that well, to be fair, all the roles she's assigned to people with autism yeah. are like the highest bracket that people would strive for yeah. in a normative society. Yeah. And the trouble is, what's happened is, is people have just seen the trailer and gone and started ranting about it before ever watching the film and Sia has said please watch the film to understand where yeah, I'm coming from because what people have done is watch the trailer and see yeah. it only skin deep yeah you've gone and actually seen what the the producer had in mind yeah for this production yeah I don't believe that she went in with anything other than the idea of telling a story with love compassion and understanding towards yeah, but then people always jumping in where well, they're always jumping to conclusions yeah before even giving the film a chance yeah. and this is yet another example of just that yeah and and that's what she has basically said she said please don't judge it before you actually see it Oh, unfortunately yeah. unfortunately honey people are already judging yeah and I mean I she did she did react in a not particularly great way, but I can understand why she did. It's understandable. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but please reiterate, what did you do? Well, the story, it, well, not a story, but it, it was a tweet. There uh, was uh, an autistic actor who tweeted her and said, well, why didn't you cast me? I could have done it. And see. Oh, shit. And see her turn around and basically said, maybe you're just a bad actor. Okay, no. It wasn't the best response it she could have given. It wasn't the best response, but, but it's understandable. Yeah. She didn't address the autism. She didn't. No. No. She just said maybe you're a bad actor. No. And unfortunately, it's one of those things that people will take vastly out of context. Yeah. She approached this person who was, you know, looking to play that particular role and thought yeah. they might be able to do a better job because they have some insight into this. Yeah. But she was looking for something specific. Uh, specific. Yeah. And then she, if it had been played by an autistic person, the message wouldn't have got across quite as effectively. Potentially not. Because there's an underlying message. Yeah. That the fact that, you know, even people in a normative society couldn't you know strive for the heavens no but it, it's just it's just that people they but then normative society shouldn't shun autistic society for them trying yeah it's true but again, we're still on the on the idea of actors only playing what they are in real life and I don't think that should be the case if somebody has the ability to be able to perform that role in a good way and they should be given opportunity to do it go ahead but that's not the only roles that they should play no it's like it's like the whole thing with um any gay role should only be played by a gay person and they do have better insight (laughs) true but still not necessarily because you get gay people playing straight roles Straight roles? Yeah, look at Neil Patrick Harris in How I Met Your Mother. Neil Patrick Harris is gay as all hell, and he played a, a womanizer, like a proper womanizer. And it's like, well, why is it okay 
for gay people to play straight roles, but not okay for straight people to play gay roles, as long as it's done in a respectful way and it's not just a caricature. That's that's when I have an issue. To be fair, I'm not really bothered by who plays who. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I'm only bothered if someone decides to bring in a big name just mm. and it spoils the immersion. Yes. That's the only gripe I have with some movies. They br- they bring in someone big just to improve the ratings. It doesn't improve the ratings. It spoils my enjoyment. It it ruins the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. I because you can't see the person as a character. You just go, "Oh, it's um but then again, if oh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. If, if I didn't enjoy someone playing a particular character, yeah, then I won't watch it. Precisely. So you need to feel immersed in that kind yeah, of yeah, exactly. And if if in this case Maddie Ziegler is able to make that role her own and not just see her as Maddie Ziegler and see her as a character that she's playing and it's done in a respectful manner and it's done correctly which it seems to be because Sia apparently had a lot of input in it she had a lot of advice from people to get this story told properly if that is done in the correct way then fine Mm -hmm. but I still believe yeah there should be more opportunities for disabled actors for transgender actors for um, gay actors there should be more opportunities but they should be able to play any role, yep. not just roles of who they are in real life. It's called acting. That's the point of it. Well, yes, but remember, acting. When it comes to acting, it's not. It it, it all depends on the character. Yeah. Of the story, so. So long as the person fits the character that was written and yeah. how it was written, yeah, then that's fine. Yeah, it shouldn't always be a name. No, no. It should be if if somebody is qualified and they're able to perform this role in the correct way, let them have it. Doesn't matter what their background is. I mean, ob- obviously, there's a different there's a difference when it comes to s- people in real life, mm. like with the whole whitewashing thing, mm. which is where like an established black character or an established character of color is played by a white person. Name a film that's done that. Uh, Aloha. I haven't watched it, and I'm glad I haven't. Yeah, Aloha did it. Um, Doctor Strange did it. Doctor Strange? Yeah. Wait. The Master. The Ma- really? Oh, yeah, The Master is always depicted as Tibetan and male. Yeah, but then again, I haven't, wrote, I haven't actually read the comics. Was it in the comics that... Yeah, it's in the comics. Okay. The, the master is established as I, I think Tibetan and male, but and it's played by. Wait, but then it, whoa, 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 Then again, she's been he's been changed to female. Yes. Okay, but then again, you know when it comes to these, you know these particular sci-fi series, yeah, a lot's changed. A lot yeah. of change during the editing and processing mm. process but, to but appeal with, to the community. It's all about. Well, with the master in um, in Doctor Strange, yeah, has been established for years as Tibetan origin and male. So to change it so drastically to a white woman, 
that's what people were bothered by because it was an already established person of colour in that it, it was a Tibetan person playing the role they should have had somebody of the same origin playing the role because it's an already established character yeah they should have done that yeah I'm trying to think who, who else they should have changed uh, what was her name uh, Rogue oh Rogue they massively changed her character as well but she was still a white woman Yes, yeah. This, uh, mm. this, well, yeah. This is nothing to do with the race or yeah, origin yeah. of a particular character. Yeah. But as you can see, what I'm ter- what I'm trying to say is they will edit a character yeah. for ratings. They will. It's it's nothing against the character. It's mm. just what they would think would sell tickets better. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate because yeah. a lot of the 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 comics were a lot better and yeah. written a lot better. Yeah. And when it goes to big screen, a lot of the meanings are lost. That's true. Uh, it's just it's just the it's just the way things are, and that's how it's always been. Yeah. And to and also remember that the um, the final Avengers was released three times. It was. It was released more than once. Well, it was either twice or three times. Uh, oh, Endgame. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, that was released more than once uh-huh. to pull in the crowds because it wasn't. It was. It wasn't a big crowd pleaser to begin with. Mm. A few editing techniques. Straight back out there. Oh, oh, snap! Look, the money's rolling in. <laughs> the box offices are doing well. There so the, there you go. That's just the, that's just the truth about you know the media industry. Yeah. But I, I I still think that if that there should be characters that are written for uh, people of color who are good characters, they can be established as good characters and have people of color playing those parts. Yeah, I agree. That should happen. I don't think that um, characters should be changed should be whitewashed and had uh, people who aren't of that particular ethnic origin playing the characters. Like with Aloha, Emma Stone, white as all hell. The character that she was meant to be playing was meant to be, um, I think, half Hawaiian. And Emma Stone is not half Hawaiian. Mm, So she's not. Yes. So... That's what people are kind of bothered by, and with Ghost in the Shell. All right. Scarlett Johansson played the main character in Ghost in the Shell, and mm-hmm. um, people are saying, "Well, it's a it's an Asian origin story. It's an Asian origin um, set of characters. Why does Scarlett Johansson need to play her? It's all for the name." Yeah. It's all for the name, for the ratings, as I said. It's all for the name, but I think that... But this is the thing, this is why I prefer indie productions when it comes to a movie. Yeah. If they're going to find a local cast that find, you know, actors that best suits the characters, Mm. rather than the other way around, where they're going to pull in big names just to be able to make their butts back at the box office, then... The original meaning or how the book or comic was intended to be is lost. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. When when you've got an indie production, they actually care about what they're making and they will cast 
well, a yeah. massively diverse well, cause we group watched, of people. We watched, um, oh, what did we watch the other day? That was pretty much this point exactly. It was the production of Mary Poppins. Oh, um, seen Mr. Banks. That's the one. Yeah. That was a, a, a film I absolutely love because she didn't want to give Warner Brothers, oh, not Warner Brothers, Disney. Disney. Yeah. I forget that back in their day, they were. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, she didn't want to give Disney the rights to the book no. because she felt they would destroy. And was she wrong? She was not wrong. She was not wrong. She was not wrong. And she still put. She still partitioned up for a long time to have those cartoon penguins removed. Yes, right, right. <laughs> up to the premiere. Up to the, well, after the premiere, she went up to Disney and and said, "I want that the cartoon sequences removed." And he basically went, "The ship has sailed, Pamela." And that, that was it. So you know, even back then, you know, nothing has changed. Mm. Nothing has changed. Just to get those bums on seats in a cinema, they will do whatever it takes. Yeah, this is why indie films are more interesting because they have such a diverse cast oh, yeah. based on the ability to portray the character. Exactly. And that's what it should be. And that's why I'm hoping. And that's how all movies should be. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping with this film by Sia. Mm-hmm. that she didn't cast Maddie Ziegler for the fact that she's worked with her before. Yes. She cast her for the fact that she was able to portray this role. Well, that remains to be seen. As she yeah. says, you need to watch it. Yeah. She said she went in with the best intentions of telling this story. Yes. And I hope that people actually take the time to watch it, Yeah. understand where she was coming from, and that she was never trying to disrespect the autistic community by casting Maddie Ziegler. You don't always need somebody like that to play the role if they've got somebody who can do it in the correct way. And if Sia feels that Maddie Ziegler can do that, then go ahead. I still think it brings attention to the community. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she casts other people in, other autistic people in different roles. Yeah. But she said she cast them as lawyers and doctors and things like that in, yeah. in the film. Yeah. So it was a massive nod of what they could achieve. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a limitation. It's not. And if, that, if anything, I found that autistic people have been the most cleverest. Yes. They have. They have really got their heads screwed on. So uh, anything, anything is possible. They can yeah. strive for these goals. Yeah, and again, you cannot base what a film is based off a two-minute trailer. No, exactly. Uh, well, if they can get the whole just the film a two-minute trailer, well, unfortunately, if that's all the best bits that it's going to potentially it's offer, it's a bad trailer. It's a bad trailer. It's a bad trailer. Yeah. But yeah, again, she has still said that it was based off of a friend of hers and mm. their and their mother, and. Apparently he was um, involved as well. Mm-hmm. He was involved in the filmmaking process, and I think that she sincerely went in with the best intentions. It definitely sounds that way. Yeah, I mean, for us, it would be difficult to say. Could neither of us are autistic? Yeah, but then again, also the people who have commented on this yeah. are not autistic yeah, themselves yeah. either. Yeah, well, so, some some are. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, so, some have said you should have cast an autistic person mm. and 
Again, I, I, I don't believe that Sia went in with any malicious intent. No, 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 no. He's not going in with any malicious intent. But no. then if they... Maybe uh, she was slightly misguided. Well, not misguided at all. Because mm. it was sort of a role reversal. Insofar yeah. as they cast, you know... Um, or the or, or any people with any sort of slight autism, yeah, actually in high paid roles, mm. and then they cast everybody else as the main character. Mm. Yeah, I still think it, it's a little bit of a slippery slope when it comes to like you have to only cast people of a particular way in particular roles. When they could yes. end up being pigeonholed. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in pigeonholing no. certain people into certain roles. It would, be, roles. It would no. be very unfair. It would be very, very unfair because you'd be missing out on some people with some very, very raw talent. Yeah. That would be able to do a better job yeah. than probably people who are in the industry right yeah. now. Yeah, and in whatever role suits them, cast them for whatever. Don't just go, oh, you're autistic, I'm going to give you an autistic role. Role. Oh, oh, you're transgender, I'm going to give you a transgender role. Oh, you're gay, I'm going to give you a gay role. No, cast them in whatever. If they fit the part, cast them. Don't ask for a background, doesn't matter. But that's my final thought on it. That, that was <laughs> certainly your final thought on the matter. What's your final thought on it? No, that would be fair. I'm of the same mind as yourself. I definitely agree. But um, I... I agree that you shouldn't pigeonhole somebody into a certain bracket when it comes to the acting career. Yeah. Everyone is, deserves an equal chance. Precisely. And they are—they will always bring their absolute best mm -hmm. in whatever role they pay. Well, they play because they get paid. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> That, that, that's our three subjects covered. That was all three. That is our three subjects covered. So we've... Well, we will reiterate that these are only our opinions. Yes. You are entitled to completely disagree with us. Oh, absolutely. I, I disagree with this entire conversation. <laughs> but yeah, you're entitled to disagree with us. But these are uh, our opinions. I will do the disclaimer that they always put out on any kind of podcast or YouTube saying, please do not send hate to any of the people that we've talked about. Who are they? I'm a man of mystery. <laughs> yeah, don't send hate to Sia, don't send hate to Harry Styles, and don't send hate to the Pogues. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. So, yeah, don't send hate to any of them. We do not agree with anyone being nasty or negative. These literally are just our opinions are talking points and you should keep your opinions to yourself i know you bigotry bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we will look at what goes on over the next week yeah and we will hopefully see you again thank you for listening take care and remember it's stuck in my craw bye, bye. bye. bye.